dealing with flies, but we're going to pretend it doesn't bother us. <laughs> if, you, if you see our eyes darting around, it's because we couldn't keep a series. We, we managed to get like most of the flies out of here, right? It's just, it's it's warm in the house. They're attracted to that. We uh, didn't do enough dishes. So, you know, it's yeah. just, it's fine. <laughs> I'll, just, I, I, I'll just call myself out. I'll just call myself and all of us out that sometimes we... Yeah, well, sometimes we don't. I, you know, we, we might, stay up late doing stuff. I might have a three-day-old double cheeseburger in my room on a plate exposed to the air. God, I hope not. Wow, the flies are really starting to buzz now, now that we're starting to start the, the show. The second we start to, to record, they, they want to be on camera. <laughs> hey, what, what resolution is that camera? They're all HD. Okay, so they're going to see... Common HD, 1080p. Oh, good. They're, they're going to see it then. They're going to see the little black dots. It's literally going to be Breaking Bad. Or, yeah, the, the or the vice presidential debate. One, one of the two. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was the whole episode. Did you see that episode of Breaking Bad where it was just all them in like the meth lab trying I, to kill a fly, trying to kill a fly? I did not. I didn't see much of Breaking Bad, honestly. I saw like some of the first season. That was never my jam, to yeah. be honest. But that sounds like a like a Breaking Bad episode. Like I did see the one where like the kid was stuck with like the meth heads trying to like break into like the um the cheapo um the ATM? Uh, ATM, yeah. That was Oh yeah. That's that a whole ep- and like they have the That talent. was an early on episode, wasn't it? Exactly. So like I saw a bunch of the early on stuff, but not like li- the later stuff. And um that the latest episode, uh one of the latest episodes of The Mandalorian actually kind of reminded me of that. It's just kind of like a slice of life episode where it's just uh you know, The Mandalorian. It's the one where he's trying to help the frog lady. And he's just kind of flying around, trying to protect the eggs. Oh yeah, so and we're going. But talk, that's not. That's yeah. not for right now. Yeah, but right that's, now we're in the lounge. I don't feel very loungy right now. I know we got a war. We got, we got, we a, got the alcohol here. We got the alcohol, but we don't have like any loungy stories until. Well, yeah, uh, we heard that uh, you're a stalker yeah. Yeah, a little okay. bit. So yeah, um, I was on break for a while at work, mm-hmm. and for some reason I just wanted to walk around a bit, so I, I just walked around the store looking for a snack. And this guy like turns around. He comes up to me and says, "Why are you following me?" <laughs> it's like I was a retired colonel, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, no. He's like, I'm, I am a retired colonel, special forces. And I was like, I looked at him and I said, I doubt that highly. I literally, I, I could not help myself but say this to him because I've. You seen actually it. said that you didn't. That's not one of those times where you just thought it in your head. No, I literally, I, I doubt that because I could tell this guy was kind of nuts or like he was just really one of those guys who just lies to cover something. I think. Because he was so not like a former special forces colonel. He's like, I can tell when someone's following me. He's like, well, for one, if you were a colonel, you were probably like directing people. So you don't keep those skills sharp. You know, the the guy who's colonel is probably saying, okay, you guys, here's the plan. You don't have to keep like that, that like jungle mentality going. When I think of colonel, I just think of the colonel from uh, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, Yeah. Well, the guy that he would always call up on the codec or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that guy was great. I, I have that as my ringtone. But no, no, the, uh, <laughs> something like that. I and I can't do it. I it's in my mind, but I can't get it to my mouth. But okay, but um, she, he said, "Let me talk to your manager," and so I just immediately said, "Okay." Oh damn, this is escalating quickly. It escalated quickly, and but he was not willing to wait for it. And I said, um, and we just stood there for a minute because she was dealing with somebody else. And really, the manager is not really in my chain of command, so so to speak, because uh, I'm in the I'm I'm in the grocery home delivery like branch of the grocery store, 
and she's she handles like the the store store. But I just took her to the first manager that was there. So why were you following him? I okay for one, I was not <laughs> freaking following him. I, I feel like this is too low. Like, okay, well then you should adjust it. Not to adjust it. But long story short, he said, "I know you're LP," and I'm like, "I'm I'm not. I'm literally literally wearing a shirt that says grocery home delivery." Do you, do you Maybe that's just how they go undercover, make you think that they're a regular non-LP associate. What does LP stand for? Loss, Loss prevention. prevention. Oh. oh, yeah. You haven't worked in like the service industry in like forever. Yeah. Sometimes they call it AP for yeah. asset Thankfully. protect protection. Like I used to work at a, at a when Robinson's May was still a thing. <laughs> I worked there. Uh, in the in the jewelry department and like the loss prevention is a guy who just dresses normal and you like i saw him one time he was sitting there like behind a watch display just like doing this number like like doing the worst job of pretending to shop like this isn't like some 007 stuff like so uh, but i guess it works if you're like trying to steal something but did he steal something was he successful i don't know i i just saw him do his thing i my job was to read manga at that point (laughs) <laughs> because like at that I was the closing shift at that time so like no one was buying at that in the, in the evening I was just there to like close up for the night okay so okay but it, it, it was just really weird that was like the first time like in a while some weirdo had like come up to me and like told a, a flagrant lie to like to get me to like back off he could be a colonel you don't know he is not a goddamn colonel did he have like look I I'm not saying like it's not I, like he was wearing his his stripes. He, he was not, but look, uh, when I first was he wearing any sort of like military. He was wearing flip flops, and he looked like he was a hippie at some point in his life. <laughs> look, maybe look. He, maybe he's like um, one of those. Maybe he's from the men. Have you seen the movie The Men Who Stare at Goats? Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe he's from that. No, oh, yeah, there, no, like that. You and but you can also tell like when there's a veteran who's that that the veterans who dress like that who look like Lebowski. You, you can feel it like, okay, this guy's either like a hippie or he's like a veteran veteran. and But they look like a dirty hippie at a certain point, like when they go full beard and long hair. Mm-hmm. But like I could tell like from my – the boss who trained me like a few years back, I looked at him and was like, Marine. <laughs> and I and, and then I said, and I said uh, so where would you serve? He's like, oh, I was in the Marine for eight years. I was like, boom, nailed it. So when you saw this guy, you were like, not I was, military. Yeah, I was like uh, probably on some sort of like – Medication. He was a muggle. <laughs> yeah, that is the worst way to describe it. But yes, <laughs> he was a muggle. Um, okay, so so there's more stuff. There's more stuff from my work. Yeah, apparently, let's let's hear about your coworker. Yeah, so uh, there is a a, a girl. We were like, talking about her the other day. Yes, we were, and in the worst possible way. Like you guys <laughs> talked a lot of shit about this girl. N- no, you you were like she doesn't deserve you. And you were like, she sounds like trash. And I didn't even say anything about her yet. Why are you making things up? (laughs) No, yeah, I've been uh, texting with this girl. And she initiates contact, which is weird for me. Yeah, because usually most... Most women don't. Uh, they they just avoid. They're smart contact enough, with yeah, you. They're smart enough to to see that. No, nope, this is not. This yeah, is not good. Their uh, spider sense goes off, and they're like, "Uh oh, red alert, red alert." Yeah, red flags. this guy puts soy sauce in his drinks. I could tell. So like, um, you can say it, but we're not allowed to say it. <laughs> look, it's a casual thing. You don't like scream about it. You just all right. And you don't like call into question things about it. You accept that it's soy sauce. You don't. Well, you left the cat out of the bag. You said soy sauce. Uh, yes. 
don't react to it. It's like me saying, I can't hey, react to you even bringing it up. Well, okay, I'm pretty I, sure it's just, I it's knew, just crack and rum, but because you know. I knew how you would react. You, you do react to the way you first reacted, which was like, let's all stop. And, and now we're on this again, <laughs> again, like me just saying soy sauce is nothing. That's just me saying, boom, I put, I thought okay, it was well, just supposed what? to be like a silent thing that nobody mentions. It just happens. And now you're mentioning well, like, it. Yes, know, you, you can mention it a little only bit. Only you're but allowed then, to mention it. But then, you see, is this is the thing. thing. You, you mention it in the wrong way. She brings up crack and rum, which now the whole thing is ruined. Wow. <laughs> you bring up, like, <laughs> we can't bring it up? Like, no, no, you're supposed to, like, go with the flow. If you just said, yeah, crack and rum, or no, yeah, like soy sauce. <laughs> Freudian. You know what? It's a nice little um, gag. Yeah. And it's non-sexual, which is good for you because you yeah. need more non-sexual jokes. I have plenty of non-sexual jokes. I, I saw your, I did look at, uh, shit, I did look at Spike's. <laughs> okay, nine. <laughs> Twitter page? Spike's, and I looked at his Spike's correspondence with this girl. Oh, yeah. And he's a very boring texter. I am a very boring texter. It's bland. Also, she, she's not like, very bland. Me. she's also not hitting me up with, I think she's just texting me to kill time. I don't think she's interested in me in any like real way. She just wants someone to text with. Okay. Because like I, I bring up like, hey, I'm looking for voice actors, and she has no follow up questions. Like I say, I'm okay. So okay, real quick. Then it seems to me like at the end of the day, this is just one sided. She's only interested in you in order to kill time. She's not really interested in who you are as a person. Right. Aspects of friendship that you could provide, like. You know, she could learn about what you're doing for, you know, voice acting, what what this project is. She doesn't care. I tell her I'm recording a podcast like tonight and it's like, oh, there you go. Yeah. So she doesn't care. Like, why are you? She's probably not even listening. Know. So we can talk mean trash about her right now. We really no, should. Oh, I sent no. her a link. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk <laughs> trash. I sent her a link to this podcast. Just actually, kidding, man. No, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just saying I'm trying to like, like it just seems like. I got my hopes up for a, for a glorious second, and um, dude, I think you still have the ability. If you, uh, what's that book, The Secret? You just gotta like go with intention. intention I prefer be... I, I prefer the Notebook, honestly. <laughs> if if we're going with books that I like, or something from the Admiral Thrawn trilogy or the Thrawn trilogy, I prefer that. I, I'm, I'm just not the secret. I'm gonna tell you that if if it's this one sided, then it's. It's not even a friendship that you necessarily want to pursue. It's coworkers. Yeah. I would uh, still try something. Okay, so I got one no, one yes, and one I don't know. <laughs> so we're back where I started. All right. Uh, but you know what? You can just, you know, here's my here's my thing. Wait, what, what here's the mean? experiment. And we'll talk about it. We'll have an update next week on this podcast. The, oh, this, so the, this is... This is Potential date watch 2020. <laughs> date watch 2020. Um, what you'll do is you will say something that's not sexual because you seem to have no gradient between like bland. And this is what's happening. You're the facts. Sexual. You're the timetables for my activities today. And put something in the middle like, hey, like... Um, I like ranch dressing on my pizza. Just something kind of out there. You is, know? That, is that what's in between? What? <laughs> what? Is that is that the middle ground between boring and butt jokes? <laughs> yeah. Ranch dressing on pizza. That's the 50% mark? Yeah, because it could be okay. innocent, but then you can also escalate that. You know? 
to other kinds of things, you know. You know. I also want to put ranch dressing on something else. Oh, see, we stepped on it. Oh, we stepped on each other's joke. Okay. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> so that was the same. Uh, well, here you you. We, we you, had the same thought. When, when you do the video, you you bring her up, and when I do the podcast, I'll bring me up. No. S- so they have to listen to us twice to get the jokes. <laughs> okay. Boom. No one's gonna listen to both. Oh, listen. I I made sure that my mom listens to both. So the YouTube and the pod. Yeah, the yeah. She's our podcast. biggest. She's our she's our biggest and most loyal fan. Actually, I think Victor's mom might be our biggest fan. Really? So shout out to Victor's mom. You're great. So yeah, we love she you. always uh, texts me after every episode that comes out. Really? She's like, oh yeah, like like the um, the COVID helmet. She's like, I can't believe the COVID helmet. <laughs> I can't believe where this world is going. <laughs> right? The crazy, <laughs> huh? I'm like, hey, yeah. Hey, it's just some I, content we talk. about. I brought that up. Don't <laughs> don't call him about that. Post on my Facebook timeline. We're friends on Facebook. Come on. What's what going on? Okay, so um, but maybe this dating up. thing is why I have such tension, as you've noticed. Oh yeah, that's another thing. And I don't think. Well, that was, <laughs> we were talking the other day. And I, I don't think that um, that I, I carry the kind of tension. And I thought it was funny enough. No, I don't. I don't to bring up on the podcast. No, I, it is. It's worth talking about. Okay, so I, know, I think um, it's worth talking about. I just don't think I carry the level of tension you seem to think I carry on my shoulders. Maybe not. Uh, hold on. I mean, your shoulders are kind of reaching for your ears a little bit. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. What the? This makes it like a little bit of a clang sound effect right there. He just, okay, for everyone listening to the podcast, he just, he just tapped my shoulders with a metal pen and it made a noise I'm not comfortable with. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, you said it's muscle, but I think, I don't think a human being should be that tight in their shoulder well, I, area. <laughs> okay. For, for one, I do train martial arts and a lot of that's boxing. So that is a boxer's muscle. I feel but, this is, this is how I feel you are. Like, I feel like you need to sit up straight, roll your shoulders back, kind of go yeah, your I, head side to side. I think that my shoulders are very relaxed right now. I really think that I'm. Um, You're <laughs> emphasizing. I really feel like I'm very relaxed in the shoulder. I feel like perfectly. I just have the normal pain that shoots up my neck 24 hours your a day. Shoulders, your shoulders, like instead of being back, like they kind of like go forward like this. And so you're kind of like this, and then you're like kind of neck, and then you're kind of like. I mean, I we're overemphasizing a little bit, but like, this is. So I should do like this spike. number here, and this is this is great pod if we're listening as I'm rolling <laughs> my shoulders back. So, my suggestion. Oh. Is I I I don't know if you're if we're anybody's able to get a massage right now. You uh, know, I, since ca- I, California, I San Diego County has moved back into purple. She's uh, holding my shoulders like that. But just like cause me anxiety. I think it would be worthwhile to either I, go see a massage therapist and have know. them work on your shoulders, or go see a chiropractor. I do know a massage therapist, so I get I could possibly like. I mean, like, because uh, we spar, like, pretty much every week. How and much yeah, stretching but, you know, are you, you doing? You can do that. You can do that. Well, you I can mean, be tense legs. during the sparring, but, like, once you leave sparring, you should, like, you know. No, I, I have to maintain that tension so I'm ready to fight at all times. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> know, I, I you know, it actually will make it more difficult I, to fight. Well, no, no, I film myself sleeping, <laughs> and, uh, like, I keep my hands like this when I'm sleeping. When I'm like this. I'm like. And I just so I just wake up with shooting pains in my neck, shoulders, and back. So when you're um, when you're like you know when you're driving, when you're making a delivery, and 
You know, like oh, my guard is way up. Traffic is uh, not the way you like it to be. What, like when anyone. you're sitting in traffic, you just hit the top. Of your yeah, roof. like like anyone, I just suddenly <laughs> scream and then just punch the roof of the, of, the, of the van multiple times. God, I hope there are cameras in those vans. No, but some kid did film me once, so there was that. I mean, well, that'd maybe, be awesome if that went viral. Maybe, maybe you 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 would benefit from you know some light therapy. You no, mean, just like, like some like physical, some emotional therapy. Listen, I listen. I was raised to believe that that is all BS. That is pseudoscience. Like my dad said after he took a hit off his whiskey and then a pull off his cigarette, that no son of his would ever do therapy. All I'm saying <laughs> is, then, then he backhanded even me. Thinking about it <laughs> with, with his ring with the with the with the cross on it. He left another like cross shaped indent. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you seeing that, and I was like, "Why is why is there a cross shaped indent on his face?" And it was there I, for like a week. You see, it's not a holy cross. I mean, it is a holy cross, but you you saw it like the line was the longer line was going towards my ear. All that's because and that was in sixth grade. All I'm yeah. saying is, we we could use a sponsor and um, a therapist would do BetterHelp.com. Oh. Excuse me, Mister Fly. BetterHelp.com is a great <laughs> a great outlet for people to get some mental health assistance. Because there's nothing wrong with needing a little bit of help. Yeah. Are, um, you, are you being driven slowly mad by a series of flies that are interrupting your podcast? Yeah, actually, personally, BetterHelp.com. Better um, you know, I actually started taking, um, you know, some therapy. Taking therapy. I started uh, having some therapy with um, a counselor on BetterHelp within the last month and it's been fantastic. Uh, taking so, yeah, taking therapy sounds like what you say like if you, you take it sounds like taking drugs. It, it sounds like yeah, <laughs> no, you see you stepped on my joke, damn it. Uh, it sounds like what you say when you're like popping pills like let me take my therapy. It's just that you're three a day Vicodin habit. <laughs> but but hey, if you know a a good dispeasy so I can get some CBD, let me know. Uh, uh dispeasy. Oh, there's a uh, San Diego SDRs SRDC above the 511 store. It's of course, good. of course, that's the one you know about above the 511 store. And then Spike, when, tell us about 511. 511 is a uh, former like climbing apparel clothes and then became tactical clothing. I'm currently wearing one of their shirts, some their, of their pants, and, <laughs> and their and shoes. Their shoes. <laughs> uh, 511, we would love for you to sponsor us Please too. Do. You Listen, know, you guys, I, I don't really. Is this 511? No, that's that's. The other uh, one might be. That's Parker, and this is Tactile Turn. Uh, if any of y'all would like to sponsor us, we would we would appreciate that as well. We will take your money and then talk about you in glowing terms. Yeah, yeah. We have no dignity. We, even if we don't use your service, like, listen, if you, uh, if you sell tampons, I will pretend like I have a vagina and use them. <laughs> I have no dignity. Can we record that? Well, I, listen, me, me but saying you know, it, yes. you, know, you know what tampons are also good for? Uh, making tea. Battle wounds. Oh yeah, that too. Oh. Oh yeah, remember that in um in Jupiter Ascending, but that was that was a maxi pad, but still it was it was still kind of funny. And uh, butt chugging. If you soak oh, no, a no, tampon and vag chugging. If you soak a tampon in vodka and then stick it up your ass, you can get really or or, in, or in disclaimer. Your... Please don't don't do, do this. <laughs> do not do that. that Everybody, a... do it. Okay, you you spiked hard with that one. <laughs> chill chill out. Now look. Do not put. Fine, any gosh. item up your butt or well, no, no, any whoa, whoa, other whoa. orifice. You can put stuff up your butt. When it has been soaked in liquor. There we go. 
So yeah, that's a great way to bypass your um, <laughs> your 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 your. Just your, goes um, straight through the mucous membrane. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it, it, I like it, how you think our listeners are like kind of like, oh, I'm gonna it, try that. It bypasses, yeah, the um the 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 throwing up reflex, so you can die of alcohol poisoning super easily. Um, please, please, please don't do that. Or do it and send us a picture. Uh, I don't know. Okay, man. Think, how do we segue into the next? Uh, I don't know. You know. Think of, well, so speaking of stupid things. Um, <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. Yes. Have you been on Facebook lately and yes. noticed an abundance of marketplace ads for the most lately released gaming consoles for literally like two and three times their actual value? I've not seen that. That Is I that have a, a not. thing happening the... right now? I have seen people posting... Uh, PlayStation 5 and Xbox for $1,100, and it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I think that's always a thing. Like, I think when the last series of consoles came out, they were, um, people were selling, like, the box. Like, they would, yeah, yeah, they would scam people by, like, by putting a whole bunch of text in there, and at no point would it say, like, this is the actual console. It'd be like, no, I get this, Uh, and at some point it'd be like, this box. <laughs> it's just the box. Oh, yeah, and it's for only for uh, three hundred bucks. Like really, the console's like six hundred. Instead wow. of like uh, Xbox, it's there's like X space box. X. See, it's an X box. Yeah, a, a box with an X on it. Um, are so Spike? Are you gonna actually buy? I'm gonna, but I, I missed like um, our buddy uh, Mason, who is a video game tester. He of course he got it. Like the reason I have a Switch is because he ordered, he pre-ordered two. And he got them both. And he's like, hey, will you buy this off me? I'm like, you know what? Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he had asked me that. He pre-ordered two because he was, was he concerned that well, one wouldn't he, get there in time? Yes, he was, he was afraid one wouldn't get there. Or so, I don't know. But he, look, no, no offense to you if you're watching this, Mace. But you're, he's the, not. you're the kind of guy who said, like, he, he carried, like, a card table with him because he's that serious a gamer, a tabletop gamer, that he has to be ready to do tabletop RPGing at all times. <laughs> Like the way I keep a change of clothes, a jumper battery, and uh, like some some emergency stuff in my trunk, he kept a a tabletop gaming setup in his car. I wonder if that says anything about his personality. I, you know, a lot of stuff says a lot. Loves of tabletop gaming, that's for sure. Yeah, like the way I drink in the morning when I don't have to work is says something about my personality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Betterhelp.com. The, yeah. <laughs> the way that I, you know, the way that I do a podcast in a desperate, de- desperate bid for attention and approval from somebody says something about my personality. A coworker. So, um, and the way that I maintain a hopeless relationship <laughs> with, uh, with a coworker text-based says something about my personality. Ranch dressing on pizza. I'm telling you, it'll okay. do wonders. <laughs> how, so I wanna, speaking, how I want her to taste my ranch dressing. Gotcha. Speaking oh. about the Xbox. And this current year. Hmm. So like oh yeah like so Victor at this point in the podcast on the video go to the video go to the screen. For some okay, reason, people can't. On the screen. Well, I mean no no like when, when he when he's editing this together. I don't think he scroll down. So the Xbox Series X is the first video game console born in a pandemic. Because you know when the Spanish flu was around, we didn't have gaming consoles, and you people didn't know this apparently. And this is the thing that, that I, I don't get is well, who said, you know what I need to write a thousand words about is how this console com- came out in this year. You can't just say like the 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 Xbox is a console that's a that's a welcome relief to like this year's like crappiness. 
Yeah. You, you have to point out like, hey, this one's the first one to come out this year. And also there's a pandemic. <laughs> it's the first video game console to come out during a pandemic. Well, uh, well really, both both are acceptable. But I think one is more honest. Like my version is more honest for how stupid okay, this, this is. is Bloomberg. But this, so they're in this in this article. They're talking about um, this. They're talking about it because Microsoft's headquarters was the country's first hotspot of the coronavirus, and they shut their doors to most employees, and they were worried about whether their manufacturers, who are mostly in Asia would be able to deliver the hardware. You see, that would have been a better, more accurate <laughs> freaking title than born in a pandemic. We get that. If the first console to come out this year is the first console to be born in a pandemic. But if you said Xbox's, um, Xbox's like, release date is put at risk due to the pandemic, that would be a more interesting and more accurate title to what's in the text of this article. Yeah, I know. It's To me, it seemed like uh, we live in such like a content-based age where like, Every, you know, company has to put out content yeah. like every day. Like you have to, you need to think of something like, like any, almost any content will do. Like we're just putting, we're just like crapping out content yeah. all the time. Could you, could you not word it as crapping out content? <laughs> so this is this. So like, oh, this last video game console pandemic. Boom. Article. <laughs> so this last sentence in this bottom paragraph, for one star employee, Microsoft explored running a fiber optic cable underground to his home in the woods. Okay, that's some Tim Pool stuff. Like he's talking about <laughs> like running a fiber optic. How important is this employee that we have to run a fiber optic cable? That, so because the the games that they had planned for the console weren't the kinds that they could build on laptops people have at the house. I guess oh, they didn't. that makes sense. It's, um, they didn't send people home with hardware. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just had to kick them out the door and all their, like, high-end yeah. rigs. Oh, yeah, because uh, Mason does, like, again, back to Mason, he does, like, game testing remotely, but he do, he just does it, like, on his um, specialty uh, Switch. Mm-hmm. So, but if you're doing, like, a higher-end next-gen console, you need special equipment. Goddamn yeah. you fly. Um <laughs> So yeah, but I, I just thought that was the that was a really weird and stupid way to word. And this is why I don't like the mainstream media is because they don't know how to word a, an article about a current issue. Apparently, all right. Um, it's not like this is a new. It's not issue. It, uh, again, you know, it's it's funny. I actually was reading something. I forget who who wrote it. Yeah. But it was talking about um, Americans in particular distrust of the media started with War of the Worlds. No, I can. Oh yeah, because you know, oh, yeah. the whole thing, yeah, the, story, <laughs> the story about that is like yeah, it's, it's kind of cool because at first it like there was a more popular radio show at the time that that played through half of this other radio shows that did War of the Worlds like um it ran through that its runtime so it, it but it's like having like an episode of um of Seinfeld and an episode of like what what's an hour long TV show like or like The Mandalorian. Like you, you tune into like Seinfeld for some reason. And you're like, oh, what else do I watch? Okay, we'll just go over the Mandalorian, and you see, catch the last half. And it was like that. Like they yeah. said at the beginning, like, oh no, this is all a fiction. Here's written by this guy, and here we go. But people tuned in at the very end, and it's like, oh, what? The aliens? Oh god, run for the hills! <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I just thought that that was kind of. Yeah. That, I, I get that. Yeah. That's that's actually pretty cool. <sighs> And, but also back to more um, stupid, uh, even more stupid stuff. The cavalcade of stupidity goes on. Microsoft had to tell people not to blow vape smoke, um, Samantha, <laughs> into their Xbox Series X. Like some like Spanish guy. 
I think it's further down on this screen here. Um, he was like, here, look what I can do. And it's it's literally like water vapor, and that's a horrible thing to blow into like the ventilation system of your goddamn um, console. Let's play this. All right, let's watch. Let's watch this guy do something stupid. Diciendo por la red un video de que la Xbox Series X se está quemando. Entonces lo que voy a hacer va a ser apagar completamente la consola, para ya que está circulando de que está apagada. Entonces la voy a apagar por completo y os voy a enseñar. Una vez que se ha apagado esto voy a aprovechar el ventilador, la fuerza del ventilador para echarle el bajo. I call every not American language de que se está quemando. Pero en realidad no se está quemando porque no hay nada dentro de esta consola que pueda reaccionar esa esa reacción química. Así que vamos a esperar un segundito a que se apague. Yo de mientras voy preparando el vape y I'm sure he's saying something interesting to his audience, but I don't know what. You can hear his accent though. Yeah, he's got the lisp. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So he he turns it on, and then like it looks cool. Like if this were like that's cool. It looks that actually does look super legit. But it's stupid. How much does that cost? I think it's like eight hundred bucks for the Xbox Series X. No, like five hundred. But you're blowing like water vapor into your five hundred dollar like computer computer that you just bought and probably had to wait in line for. So why can't you do that? Because you're blowing it's, water into your electronic device. It's a water vapor. Well, it's it's. I mean, it's not necessarily water. It's for the most vapor, part. Um, because generally it's made from propylene glycol and Ooh. vegetable glycerin. But it's it's a vapor. It's a liquid. Yeah, you don't. You, what does the article say? Uh, well, no, just uh, Xbox just, came out. And said, Xbox says we can't believe we have to say this, but please do not blow. Please do not blow vape smoke into your Xbox Series X. And also, don't blow your Xbox Series X. <laughs> um, but this, people have realized they can float ping pong balls. It's got a powerful like. But air. apparently, it was faked. Ah, damn it's it! See, this yeah, see, this looks fake. This actually looks. This does doesn't look, look real. It does look fake. Uh, this is the problem. Is twenty twenty just keeps kicking you in the nuts every time you think yeah, you got something. That's definitely not real. Yeah, it's like what, what ping pong ball is green like that, like neon. Um, th one that's highlighted by the green of the Xbox insignia inside. You know what? I don't need your BS right now. Just saying. I'm I'm just saying you're a, you're a dick. Yeah. What's new? Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, but th th that's that's all we have for Xbox news. What 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 else we got here? X Xbox. Um. So the robot furries are oh. protecting okay, a so Japanese town from bears. For one, ma'am, they're they're robot wolves. Okay, they're not like people going to conventions and banging in their furry suits. That's why I call them robot furries. <clears throat> because it's not a real wolf. Well, it's a robo wolf, exactly. Okay. Is there it's a just, video here? Yeah. Let's watch this video. Um. It's kind of hokey, but they got the meanest looking like... Uh, it's, like a werewolf it's a werewolf mask. <laughs> Oh, it's got lights and shit. Oh my god, I I didn't see the video because I wanted to react to this in real time. <laughs> That's like not even like a real. Okay, you have to animal. Fool, you have to fool a bear, not a not a person. But it's like, if it's walk... created like a creature, like <laughs> it's like created a mythical being that exactly. lights up and like floats and looks like a wolf. Like, exactly. Like seriously. Oh look, it, it worked on the bear. Like he, he that bear scared. The bear said, "Nope, I'm out of here." I've seen this movie, Robo <laughs> Robo Wolf versus Regular Bear. It did not end well for the bear. It's look, it, look it's even solar powered. It is green. This oh is green. Gosh. This is green technology. 
the Japanese are 20 years ahead of us in fake robo-wolf technology. So it's the town of uh, Takikawa on the island of Hokkaido. Oh, Hokkaido, man. That's a great place. What do you know about Hokkaido? Oh, it's in this song um, from somebody. All right, you weeb. We should do a, a sushi episode. Oh, we should. Podcast. Just get a bunch of sushi and start. I want sushi right being now. Being all like high class bougie. <laughs> so the, mm, I have sushi. We're eating sushi tonight. Sushi night. Mm, you you know, we, we could um, we could do vegan sushi from the village, too. Uh, I, really good good. Stuff. I would rather headbutt a bear trap than eat vegan sushi. You had vegan ramen and you had no problem with that. I listen, I was a good guest along on your on your meal trip, okay? You've literally had it like three times with us. Yes, I was a good guest every time. I have to pay taxes every year, but I don't like sit there and be like, yay. <laughs> you, uh, we said, do. do you want vegan ramen? You're like, yes. It was delicious the last time I had it. It doesn't mean it made me happy inside. I have to eat to live. So does no food make you happy inside then? It's just food? No, a double cheeseburger or a baconator, um, a ground beef uh, steak, regular steak. Um, well, that's too bad because next week we're probably going to do the Beyond Pizza from Pizza Hut. I'm going to order. No, I'm going to eat a piece of that, but I'm also going to stack onto your order a regular like full-size um, thin crust pizza. <laughs> Don't <laughs> eat deep dish. It is garbage. It's fine. So, uh, we watched this week a couple of episodes of Mandalorian. Oh, Mando! We talked about the first episode last week with Anthony when he was here. And due, um, due to our, our timing, now we have two episodes to talk about. It's true. Um, so, the first one, which was The Passenger, uh, we discovered that the child, whom I love so dearly... Is a bit of an asshole. Yeah, it, this is like a Macaulay Culkin, and like like when you see him in his more sociopathic roles. So like Home Alone, um, <laughs> it, 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 like that we discover like this these eggs that this uh, frog person is carrying. It's the last of her line, right? And every time like this baby Yoda eats one of these things, you're sitting there like, oh well, there goes another like potential for life gone. Yeah, because she, um, I've actually, I'm actually part of a couple of groups online who are talking about is this genocide or, <laughs> you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, well, obviously, it's not necessarily intentional genocide, <laughs> but <laughs> she was just. Oops, did I accidentally genocide? But um, she was saying that it's, you know, her last opportunity in her life cycle for I, her to contribute to her line, yeah, not speaking, not the entire it's the bloodline species. She's speaking in frog, and Baby Yoda doesn't understand frog. Understand frog. <laughs> he basic. He, he barely just, understands basic, right? He right. just he yeah. no, he understands basic pretty well. I think he's had fifty years to be around people speaking it, yeah. but you know. We actually, I think for the first time in this episode, saw him sort of like actually communicating. He yeah. did, It was mostly babble. Yeah. But he was like actually communicating with Mando. He didn't seem like uh, he wanted to be hanging out with Mando. Like he's he's trying to like spread his wings. Like he's like wandering off and doing other shit. Yeah, Doesn't want to really hang out with Mando anymore. He's getting Yeah, these are like the terrible twos. He's starting to run around, do his own thing. Like terrible no. 50s. fifty twos. Terrible fifty twos. Yeah. <laughs> when a when a baby Yoda, when a when a Yoda species, whatever they are, 
When they turn 52, you, you don't want to be around them. They start to get become assholes. But you know what? I think we can also blame um, Mando's parenting because he's not always watching. No, no. He, he's a real. This is all. This the uh, baby Yoda's gonna be a latchkey kid, <laughs> in the worst way. Like here, here, lock the door. Here's a blaster. This is the way. Mando's. A, <laughs> he's a single dad. You know, he's just dad. trying to do his best. You know, take care of the kid, keep it, keep it healthy, keep it fed, keep it safe, and you yeah, know, you can't watch him every second. No, huh? he has a job. You're right. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't say this about a single mother, would you? You, you, you. Chauvinistic and or chauvinistic? Would that be chauvinistic in this case? I don't know. Chauvinistic jerk. How dare you besmirch the Mando's um whatever parenting. is parenting, yeah. Ah. <clears throat> now I, what I like about Well, this he could he could be more st- stern with the baby Yoda. Okay, like, hey, like you've seen Don't and eat then, those eggs. You've and then get happens. force choked by his own child. Right. Sure. <laughs> you've seen what happens to anyone who even mildly mishandles baby Yoda. <laughs> Bad they, things. They meet a terrible fate. Well, that's because it's the Mandalorian. Like what being, if you are? Like being locked in a cell with um, Bill uh, Burr. Bill Burr, yes. <laughs> listen, I like his stand-up, but I don't want to listen to it for like the rest of my like 30-year prison sentence. <laughs> uh, he, also, almost, he also dropped Baby Yoda. But that's not even the worst thing that, that happens to Baby He's not even the worst treater of Baby Yoda in the yeah. series. Oh, we're talking about... Bill that's why still. he didn't die. But no, no, so... Uh, what? What I like about this episode is like, you know, he, t- he agrees to take like the frog lady to um, some planet to get a lead on more of his kind. Uh, was it Trask? Tra- I think it's yeah, Trask. And so um, and we find out that now X-Wing pilots are basically like um, highway patrol. Yeah. <laughs> they're saying they're like, oh, let me see your license and registrations, please. Like run, run, run your transponder. <laughs> We're going to need you to pull over on the nearest planet. Yeah. It's like, let me. <laughs> Like, do you know why I pulled you over? Is it because I'm armed to the teeth, carrying unregistered passengers, and am wanted for several crimes? Yes, that's why. And it was a cool little um, kind of writing decision they made to make it so that he can't go into light speed. So it was kind of like a low speed chase. Yeah. That they were having with the Mandalorian. I like that. And, and you found out, like, he, he really, like. They're like, we've got a runner. Yeah. It's like the slow chase to right? the planet. And, and you find out he can't really, like, lie all that well. Like oh, when he's no. trying to like pass, like pull one over on them, like, like I can't do it. Uh, I can't. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. seem to be working. Yeah. They're like, uh, uh. they're yeah, like, he's well, really he's about like he's like about this. to pull on the collar of his best car armor. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't. It's not working. I can't. I, this is like he's trying to get out of. And <laughs> you hear him going, fuck, 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 fuck. Look, is <laughs> he saying? Are you saying? Why are you saying? Into the mic. Shadow, 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 shadow. It's like, stop saying it, damn it, Mando. What are you doing? It's like, wait, did you refer to yourself as Mando? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, I like at a certain point he just says, you know what? Screw it, and he just he just dives. And this is a very scenic chase. It's a beautiful chase, right? Yeah, it's like a ice planet. Yeah, I want. Yeah, it goes to some people island. thought it was Hoth, but it. No. Um, I've heard it's actually the same planet that we see in the very first episode, um, where he's arresting the. Oh. Well, he's the collecting who, a bounty yeah, on he the wants first the gland, guy. The guy with the glands and that great door anus shot. Yeah, yeah apparently it's the same planet, just like a, a, a different part. Well, yeah, did, that's the neighborhood he roams around in. Did we mention how the uh, the caves are less anal looking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We uh, In the last in one. The first we, episode. Yeah, and the crate dragon. We In case we forgot to mention, the caves now have, have looked way less like anuses than they did <laughs> in recent <laughs> <months>. <laughs> Anyway. 
back to this. Listen, system. Sam, this is something you should like. Is like things look less like anal, like yeah, like human orifices, orify, mm. orify, orify, orifices. I, I like orify. Now let's find out. So, oh. Okay, so they they crash and he does a sweet like slide maneuver into a cave and the X wings fly by, and he has to fix his ship because um you know because it drops through the ground. This ship yeah. like gets torn apart and put together more than any other ship in Star Wars freaking history. Yeah, That's the like, Razor Crest has been through it. Is that the name of his ship, the Razor yeah. Crest? Yeah. How come um all the ships in Star Wars are like shitty? Like the Millennium Falcon is like a like Whoa. a freaking. Well, remember when uh, when, Vader, when Lando had it, that was pristine. And then, like in the very <laughs> chronologically, in the very next movie, apparently Han Solo had been like transporting literal human feces in it. Is the only way I can see how they got that bad. <laughs> and now, like a Mando's ship is like you know like a piece of junk. It's, yeah, it, it, it looked good at the beginning of the season. It and, was beautiful. It was oh yeah. yeah, it was shiny. Even though it got taken, stripped down, and put together again in the last season. But By the, what was that? The Jawas. Yeah, the Jawas mm-hmm. stripped it, and then he like even my my sensei, who's like you know vegan, he was like, no, no, those those Jawas, they had their karma. <laughs> like if you strip down some, so apparently if somebody stripped down my sensei's car, and he murdered all of them from like a sniping position, he wouldn't their, feel bad. That's their karma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sensei, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Please don't hit me too hard next sparring day. Philip, we know you don't listen to this. He's going to hit you very hard. Is, is it weird when you say, I know you don't listen to this some, to someone you think isn't listening to this? I mean, like, eventually we want him to hear at least one episode. Preferably oh. this one. Oh, God damn it. Okay, but but no, that was... I, I, listen, I thought that was just interesting, his take on that. So, but no, um, so back to it. He's in the cave, and um, this is where we learn, like, the um, the frog lady has a... is pretty badass, actually, in her own way, right? Yeah, she's able to. What did she do? She's able to like rewire the one murder of those droid from the last droids so that she can use it as a universal translator. Yeah, because yeah. all, all she's speaking the whole time is like croaking, like she doesn't have the vocal cords for basic. And so she guilt trips him. Is like I thought the Mandalorians were like honorable and held to they their deal. They followed a code. And you can just see. Like, I guess you're not that kind of a Mandalorian. And he was like, God damn it. I, and you can see, yeah, Pedro Pascal like is, is a pretty good actor because you could see just through the armor, like him be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Here we go. <laughs> um, on, along those lines, so we know that last season Pedro Pascal for the most part wasn't actually physically on set yeah. because he had other filming commitments. And so the stunt double did most of it. And it was actually like John Wayne's grandson or something. Cool. But second season, he actually is like more on set. So it is very likely that that was actually uh, Pedro and maybe, Pascal. And maybe you can see that because there's a lot of emoting going on and stuff. So who, who knows? And yeah. so um, they're on the ice planet, and I guess he's having to fix the ship again, right? Yeah, oh, once, so. once more, and Baby Yoda's just kind of wandering <laughs> he's around, wandering off. Uh, mean, meanwhile, we've literally watched this child devour like ten of this woman's like future eggs. lineage. Like, I think they made it fun. Like the eggs are like way bigger than his mouth, so they just kind of so, like yes. Yeah, so, so they kind of just get sucked into his mouth, and he just kind of swallows. It's like a void. One. Yep. <laughs> It's like, how does he fit the whole thing into his tiny mouth? Yep. And at a certain point, yeah, like um, he looks for the frog lady and she found a hot spring. Yeah, she found a hot spring. It's like an anime episode where you have the obligatory hot springs episode, except you don't want to see the frog lady naked. Yeah, but, you know, uh, she could be hot. 
for frog people, yeah, she could be like a like a knockout. She could have um she could have a nice frog rack. We don't know. <laughs> frog rack. And she's, you know when uh, she's when got her eggs all spread out there, floating in the hot spring, and then like you know, the Mandalorian because they're there. She's an amphibian. I, like I, she's I, literally freezing. I, she I needs the warmth. I fully get that. I'm not. I'm not. It's just a funny image. Yeah, and then uh, I wonder if like the Mandalorian was like you know kind of like. Turned on. Turned on. Like, if there's any se- like sexual tension between the frog. Lady no, I th- I, th- I think he's into <laughs> to humans a little bit Maybe. more. And she's married too, by the way. We, oh we no, find he, out. he saw her and was like, <laughs> bam, pow, got it. it. Was not funny to me, but it was grossed her out. So, but, but her face made me laugh. Okay. But uh, Baby Yoda, he's just going off on his own, and he eventually finds like he another finds egg, more, more eggs, and these are the wrong eggs. And he, yeah, because Mando's like, because Ma- Mando was like, no, 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 <laughs> and he like, like that's every child's response to being told no is, oh yeah, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he like opens up an egg and eats like a tiny little spider. Yeah, and so and these spiders they've been seen in Star Wars before, and they just oh, respond. Really? Yeah, they respond to your energy. And this was in like uh, Rebels, where like the blind Jedi had to like um, he was like no these 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 things are evil. It's like no no, just don't don't be a dick to them and they'll leave you alone. Except the child was a dick. The child was a dick and ate one of its babies. Murdered one. He murdered a baby. Yeah, and I I liked it because once the frog chick knew what, saw what was going on, I thought like okay this frog is naked in a hot springs in an ice cave, but then she whips out that tongue and gets her clothes. <laughs> With the tongue, yeah. And there's more like hip fire blasting as they run away from the giant spider and all the baby spiders. When we watched it, I was like, okay, but Mando has fire. Why is he not literally lighting everything and then they up? Bu- they build up to that when he pulls out his gauntlet and here, burning them all. With and then you fire. see like uh, that was a great choice there because you see like from like outside the cave, like you don't even see him. You just see the cave light up with the fire. <laughs> yeah. It was great. They almost escape on in in the Razor Crest. They like take off. It's like, listen, we just have to go, and the thing lands on it. And then the X-wing pilots. Once again, it's like an episode of Cops, but with X-wing pilots. They show oh. up again. Yeah. I just right. I like to picture that. Like like there's a, there's like a space van behind them with like a camera crew. Yeah. Listen, this Mandalorian. He was um, he's wanted, but you know he did some good stuff for us too. He saved some guys and and. Brought some guys to justice, and these are trying times, so we're gonna let them go. They're we're like, gonna take the law into our own hands. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're not gonna help you, but uh, you get that that transponder working, or we're not gonna hesitate to shoot this antique down. Right, it, it's literally like a cop telling you, like, listen, I'm gonna let you off with a warning this time. But if I see you again, we're going. I'm to gonna work. put you in a headlock, and I'm probably gonna choke you out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that is episode. Two. two of Mando. Listen, it's not my favorite one, honestly, especially compared to the next episode we're going to talk about. You know, I I liked that episode because while some people thought it was kind of like filler, I think it it really shows kind of parenthood, raising a child, what it's like to you know, be trying to provide for a future generation living in this world, that well, world, this universe that they're in, yeah. like this galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, it's actually a little bit more poignant than, I can appreciate that. than a and, lot of people. And also his past good deeds come back to like benefit him. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I, no, I think... can appreciate that. But for me personally, compared to like what comes up in this next one, I was like, eh. Like that la- when I watched that one by itself, I was like, no, this is good. But then the next one came out, I was like, oh my god, no. Yeah. I, you know, I think episode two was more about character development for the child and for Mando. Yeah. Because you're seeing the child is not just inherently, we kind of already saw that a little bit in the first Mm -hmm. season, but it's not just good and it's not bad. It has, you know, base instincts and it needs to be guided. Yeah, he's meant to be raised by like, like these wise beings, like these Yodas. In touch with the force. But like he's being raised by a Mandalorian. By what we now what we learn in the sec in the next episode is a religious zealot. Like yeah. if if you were to like categorize what you find out about this guy, like put him into an Earth category, he's like the uncle that shows up with like a MAGA hat at the Thanksgiving table. Apparently, <laughs> no, is what you find out. Like well, he's not. He's not. I, I he's, wouldn't go that he's far. He's a religious fundamentalist. Like I would. Just, <sighs> I mean, okay, so it, let's let's get into that. Yeah, so they limp. He limps to like this uh, this other, this planet with the frog lady, and uh, I love the landing sequence because it's like you know, like even though he's like he he like they go through the atmosphere and it's all shaky, and they're like, oh god, okay, we're hovering above it, and the engine cuts out, and they dump into the water. You you like you thought that that the Razor Crest was pretty screwed up. Oh yeah, no, no. it gets worse. That was a good scene. Uh, that made you laugh. I did laugh. Like, you got Quarians and Mon Calamarians there, and you see the Mon Cala guy sitting there like, okay, this guy's a mechanic, and he's going to be working on this thing. I'm like, hey, it's good to see some Mon Calamarians. What are the ones that looked like Davy Jones from the Mon of the Caribbean? No, no, those are the Quarians, the ones oh. with the tentacles. Yeah. Mon Cala are the ones that look like, are the Admiral Appar guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. I That's a this trap. Up. I, yeah. <laughs> Sit there. It's like, my rights for fixing your ship are a trap. <laughs> and then when... when um. When one of those guys uh, is watches the ship like fall into the water, he like he doesn't really have much of a reaction. He it's just like, kind of like no, nope. kind of looks at it, nods, walks away. He's like, <laughs> you know what? I'm not dealing with this today. This is above my pay grade. Like, yeah, this is not my job. I fix the ships. I don't fish them out of the drink. I'm gonna take like a 60 minute lunch break. Come back and deal with this. It's like, yeah, no, full. Yeah, I'm not doing the half hour thing. I'm doing the full hour lunch break today. <laughs> so. Uh, the frog lady and her husband are reunited and they direct Mando to go into the inn to talk to some people about, um, where he can find fellow Mandalorians. Oh, oh uh, before that, um, before we get to you that, you want like, to talk about the, the brief glimpse, not the brief glimpse. Oh yeah. There's the brief glimpse. And so, you know, something's up. This was the chick people confused with, um, Ahsoka Tano. With Ahsoka we thought Tano. it was the, the, the actress who we think is going to play her. And that was, there was a bit of drama about that who people can't tell like, women of color apart yeah. so good for you we already we already knew that that was actually um what did you do no one touched anything it's that one that one's plugged in victor this one's plugged in victor why, why are you saying my name like that you didn't hit the button didn't I? you have to hit the button Okay, so that, I have to plug that, it in and I, hit the button? That I didn't tell you to hit the button. I didn't tell you to hit, but you should have known you have to hit the button. You mean the thing that's sitting right next to you this entire time that you didn't happen to look at to double I check? I thought he hit the button. I count on people to do the job correctly. I'm sorry if I expect a certain level of confidence in things I didn't tell <laughs> you about. A, a certain level of ESP. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Mind it's still reading. recording. That's, I can see a red light on the front. 
um, it's charging. That's why. Uh, okay, you, you're just not gonna have your own camera again. It's fine. We've, okay. we've got plenty recorded. It's a 7-Eleven like connector cable, so maybe that's why. Anyway, we've got this great, glorious angle. We do right have here. this uh, this glorious, this tremendous angle. Tremendous. It's tremendous. <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about. Oh, you know the, the um, he gets the meal of chowder. Like oh a, yeah. And I like that because it wouldn't be a Mandalorian episode unless he killed some of the local fauna. So uh, like the, the 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 thing comes out of the baby's head, like stashes his head, and he just stabs it. It was a, there's just a light tap it's with light tap. with the point of his, a, his dagger. A very light stabbing. It's just like a little. It's like don't play with your food. <laughs> don't play with your food. I like that. What what if I did that? If your food, if your calamari was still alive, and I just took my pocket knife out of my pocket and then like deployed it and then thrust it at your face. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, did you land it in my drink? <laughs> did I? No, thank Christ. <laughs> I would. I still would have drank no. out of it. What did you do? I flicked it. I didn't. I don't know where it went. Anyway, so he gets directed to uh, a Corian. Yeah, to a Corian. They goes over there, and it's, it's like your basic Star Wars scene where you. Where, where do you get information? The local bar. Right. And there's like, I'll, 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 I'll take you to the, um, to the, uh, to the Mandalorian. To, it'll cost you, and you'll have, have to be on my ship. And every, this is like when, like when Superman has to get taken out of a fight, he just gets punched really far away. But this is like with the Mandalorian ship. Like every time it's like, I'll shoot the uh, the 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 crate dragon with my ship. Nope, it can sense uh, vibration. Crap. It's like, uh, okay, I can fly to them. Nope, my my ship's getting fixed. He needs to get some upgrades to his ships so that he doesn't have to like. Or just get stuck. a decent ship, a non pre Clone Wars. He's got like lots of. He's got he's upgraded to like the all uh, Beskar steel armor. He's literally he's got, wearing money. He's got he's got. Um, the original is Boba Fett's armor. He's got, Boba, he's got a special unlockable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so like, but anyway. no, what, what I like about this is the 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 shipping thing. Like when they're all on this like future like uh like fishing boat, and I just pictured like deadliest catch Corian edition. Oh yeah. Yeah. You said like, uh, like, what if they were on Earth and it's like, oh yeah, that's the Corian ship over there. They always do really well because they have a giant squid monster in their ship for some reason. <laughs> that they they have, I thought it was just like. They just happen to be over Maybe. an area of the. No, squid. that's that was, it's like their pet. It's, for some oh, reason, part of their fishing like endeavor is something they have to feed and also transport with them. I'm not sure how this <laughs> business model works. I thought it was funny that they are like fish, but then they like catch they fish. fish. Well, hey, the sharks they're squids, but then they're like they're eating squids right? at well, the sh- restaurant. Okay, well, sharks eat fish. Okay, it's not like that weird. It's not like you eating another person. That's racist or speciesist, bro. That's more like. Cannibalism. Uh, no, no, it's not cannibalism because if you eat a monkey, that's not cannibalism. It's a but little... if I eat a human, it's cannibalism. Yes, but but, the, but yeah, if you eat a human, but is like a squid the same as a quarian? Kind, kind. I guess, kinda, but you know, but, but then again, is a the, but then that's that's back to you eating a, like a monkey. Yeah, I don't eat a monkey still though. Yeah, but would you sit there and have like the same thing? Like, oh no. Or would just go like it's a weird, but if I'm really hungry, I'll eat the monkey. <laughs> That's the question. I don't think I would eat uh, any sort of simian. No, uh, no simian protein. Yeah, ape-like creature. Uh, what are they called? What are we? Simians. No, what's the other word? Hominid. Homo sapien. Apian. Ape. Homo, <laughs> Apian. Homo sapien. No, yeah, no. Homo sapien. Did homosexual. Uh, hominid. Oh, hominid. Hominid. Yeah. 
Uh, did, primate, primate's the word did, I was looking did, for. Did y'all know that the Corian, the Corans and the Mon Calamarians are from the same planet? Oh yes, because I watched uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, they're both from Moncala. Which this now, yeah, which this now kind of ties into Clone Wars way more as of this episode. Because we find out when when the child and Mando get pushed into the they get betrayed. the maw surprise of, surprise of this giant squid monster in the yeah. middle of the fishing yeah, boat. Yeah, surprise surprise, he gets betrayed by his ride. Right. Uh, yeah, because he's wearing gold. He's literally like if I wore hundred dollar bills as armor. <laughs> yeah. Like we finally are gonna get all that Beskar steel, and then they they know that you know. They took a hunch that Baby Yoda means a lot to him. Yeah. Well, so, like, I bet if we throw this into the monster, he'll die well, after Well, look, if it. you had a kid in a stroller with you, it wouldn't be that big of a stretch to think, like, that kid's important to you. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I and guess he, that's he, true. He, he does not, like, has his dive in when he kicks. It's like, we didn't feed the thing today, so we're going to kick. And he just knocks it in there. And he, that thing immediately eats Baby Yoda. And this that's the sad thing is, like, a... Uh, what's his name's um like floating crib gets broken during this? The child. No, no, the, who who made the thing? Who made what? Who that, did make the, it? The I have spoken guy. What what's the actor's oh, name? Oh, um, something. <laughs> I don't know, but it was sad. We'll put it up on the screen. I, I, but it was sad because that was like the last like tie we had to him, and it got got all messed up. But the other Mandalorians did show up. Yeah, those were led by. Oh yeah, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. and she again from from the uh, from the uh, the the from Rebels. Rebels. Yes. Uh, Queel. Queel is who Quill, made yes. the thing. Um, uh-huh. So, <clears throat> Spike, do you know who plays um, the she, other female? The other female? No, I do not know. <coughs> She's credited as Mercedes Barnado, and I looked it up. Yeah. Um, and he could not guess who it was, which is hilarious because um, she looked very familiar. He thought he thought it could be a variety of different people, and we discovered, yeah, that the actress is the same one who plays Sasha Banks for the WWE. Oh, cool! Yeah, it's Sasha Banks from wrestling. It's the boss. That's the one the who boss. everyone thought was Rosaria Dawson. Yeah, that's one. yeah. <laughs> Well, they do kind of have a similar, um, a very slight. But it, but it, once you have a screenshot of her, you can you can no, side yeah, by put side. them face by face and you're or side by side and look at their two faces and it's like, like okay no that's different yeah that's like mm. a, there's a lot of differences there yeah they're, they're, it's not like they're Asian okay come on <laughs> wow <laughs> boom it's not like they're two white guys what <coughs> whoa are you okay Vic <coughs> oh, there's alcohol in my lungs. <laughs> Listen, I, that's not good. I, I really, I'm really getting the, like a taste of, of your of your racism now, and I really don't like it. Our racism. Yeah, look, uh, <laughs> you're like one of they're like the typical like uh, what do they call it like uh, white fragility where it's like it's not funny if it's about white people. It, it really, it really is not. Like, look, you know what? We've crossed the line. You've really the crossed the line jokes. with that one. Look, <laughs> at the, hey, look. At least there there are billions of Asians. Okay, there's only like a few hundred million of us. Okay. True. We're we're the minority. We're the minority. Yeah. Well, I don't know. No, no, I'm just fucking <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Okay, no. Um, but um, <clears throat> so if you're living on Earth and you're a human being, you're probably Chinese. You're, most likely, your name is Chen. Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's let's be honest. Oh, here. <laughs> wow, this took a turn. Why? <laughs> Where's my MAGA well, I'm hat? I'm just saying. No, it's true though. Oh, if you're a human on Earth, you're probably living in China. Uh, I mean, listen, it, it's like uh, it's like that thing where like that one post like I was talking about like, um, if you uh, you get paid ten million dollars but you have to live five five years like in a random place, <clears throat> most likely you're gonna die. Because like seventy percent of the Earth is covered in water. Oh. You and think that seriously? If you if it just said randomly, so if, if it said like you get dropped off at a random place, literally, there's like at least a seventy percent chance you could die. If you add like the Antarctic, now we're up to like what seventy five. So a so it said any random place on Earth. And it literally it didn't say like a random house or a random country. It said a random place. <laughs> yeah, most 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 of Earth is not inhabitable. You would be dead within twenty five hours. Is that twenty four hours? Is that worth uh, ten million dollars? What if I had the? Did they give me the ten million dollars first? <laughs> what, you, you have to survive in this this <laughs> place before you, you can like earn a the bag 10 million of money. Dollars. <laughs> You're trying to pay like a rat. Somebody. You find me some food. They literally give you, they give you ten million dollars in hundreds. <clears throat> they throw it on you and then dump you in the ocean. <laughs> anyway, okay, no, sorry, so, so so yeah. he gets rescued by these three people in Mandalorian armor, and he's all super stoked. And then they take off their helmets, and he's like, "Who are you? You're where, not Mandalorian." Where, where did you get that armor? He does the same thing he does with Sheriff Cobb. Is where did you get that armor? And he's like, "No, no." We're Mandalorians. I'm from Mandalore. I fought in in the wars. It's cool. I'm I'm OG. And he's like, no, wait, but what? And you took a, your helmets off. Yeah, and so this is where you find out. Yeah, he's part of a fundamentalist like, like hardcore religion. Like, and and when he says that, I was like, oh, he's one of them. <laughs> They're like, dank Ferrick. Ah, and so he, she has to explain. And really, like the one weird thing I have about the um, the actress who plays um, the redhead. I'm sorry, I'm spacing. Katie Sackoff. Yeah. Um, she she's kind of Starbuck. She's a little yes. Okay. She's a little um, wooden in this because you see how she enunciates everything. I'm not sure if that's an acting choice, but it kind of popped me out of it, where she was like describing the 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 sect he's from and how he's a religious zealot and like you've been lied to or at least like kept in the dark your whole life maybe she was just she's just really sick and tired of this religious bullshit maybe i'm not i'm not sure but I've, <laughs> and I've, so she's like i've seen her you're battle. part of a cult but and this is not the way anymore the way. but no if you if you watch watch that scene where he's explaining where she's explaining it to him and then watch like any episode where she's like a prominent feature in like Battlestar galactica it feels like maybe like they gave her some weird directions or something i don't know but the way she delivers those lines, like every other part of the episode, she's good in. It's just that one part where she's like really enunciating and stuff. It's I, I'm not sure what the point is of that. Yeah. But I mean, I think something also important to note is that yeah. Bo-Katan is also a child of the watch. She's just, um, you know, grown up and experienced a little bit more of the world and, you know, the way things have changed. And he was... He was saying that that Mandalore is you know trash now, and she's like, "There's only no. one way." She's like, "No, Mandalore is actually not not everything that you've heard it is anymore." Yeah, she's like there's only one way, and this is not the way. And then, but then he flies off like in a huff with with the baby and, and underarm, and I don't know, like yeah. So maybe those were good acting choices for me personally. That bumped me. That's the only like bad acting part I can think of in this. Like or maybe not even bad, but it's not. It wasn't like. Totally immersive for me. 
Yeah, it took you out of it a little bit. Yeah. Some things, yeah, take you out of it. So then, then more of the Quarians show up. It's like, you killed my brother. It's like, well, he was going to try and murder me. And then and then the they three Mandalorians, again. and she's like, uh, I killed your brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one who murdered him. Let's, <laughs> let's throw hands. Yeah. When he said that, I was like, I was like, well, they all kind of look the same. Like, <laughs> which, <laughs> which one of this? This is the most people? racist episode we've ever. Well, done. these ones actually do all look the same. <laughs> all the, they all the this same. This one is actually objective. The same VFX guy did probably did all their their makeup. You're right. It's cool. I was expecting Mandalorian to say like, okay, so which one of you guys yeah. was it? So wait, wait, which one was your brother? Was it? The one squid guy, the other squid guy, or the third... <laughs> I don't know which squid guy it was. Well, you've got, like, six of your brothers that are still alive. Be happy yeah, wait. about that. You, you can't lose like, Those one. aren't my brothers. Those are... No, okay. They're from different, completely different countries. Yeah. Okay, actually, In this planet. Okay, actually, everyone here is actually related to me. That's my cousin... That's my nephew. Uh, that, that's my father. It's like, you look the same age. <laughs> it's like, and actually I've got a couple of clones. Like those two guys are my clones. <laughs> <Literal clones. laughs> so they, 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 they murk all those guys. Yeah. And they say, let me buy you a drink. And then, then he, then she brings him in on the heist. Which he, cause he, and he originally didn't want any part of it. He's like, I, he says I've been questioned more in this episode than most other he keeps saying it like, I've been quested. I've been quested. I have been quested, bitch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> been quested. It's like, okay, look, if you help me get these guns, I'll tell you where I can where you can find some Jedi. And she would know. He wanted to look for Jedis? Yeah. Yeah, because, because he needs to get the child to the Jedi. Oh, okay. Because it's, it's a, a force child. The force sensitive. There, there are force sensitive. Rules. How did you learn about that? Did I miss uh, the, the 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 forge master from the last season was like no they're they're this this creature comes from a race or comes from a sect of uh, Jedi. Oh, okay. And if because you, he's if a Mandalorian. Ever, and if you ever bother to watch the goddamn Clone Wars, you can see how she would know that. <laughs> right, but you I'm haven't gonna, watched any of it. I'm not going to watch the Clone Wars. You should. It's great. The last season is like the the non like um, final Clone Wars bits are kind of weak. But like the, <laughs> but no, the part where they actually like get down to brass tacks with um, with Anakin and the the final like Order sixty six is phenomenal. Did they have to put like a disclaimer before every Mandalorian? It's like you have to watch the Clone Wars before you watch. This. Well, that's the weird thing about how the media <laughs> landscape is now. It's like if you want to like fully enjoy like the Avengers, you have you have homework, and if you want to like enjoy like. This ep- this series, you have to have watched Clone Wars fully in order to fully enjoy. It's, it's kind of weird. So they 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 go on this raid on this Empire ship. On a Gozan- they they raid a Gozanti class cruiser, which can be modified to hold Tie Fighters, but this one is a cargo version. And then I I, I don't know why I didn't notice it earlier, but I just realized in this episode how similar um, the Empire guys look like to Nazis. Yeah, that the was their, that, that was their whole thing. Like <laughs> that uh, was literally the intention. Whether whether, you, whether or not you like Lindsay Ellis, she has a good look uh, or a good take on um on um how they look. How Disney is like using technically um Nazi like aesthetic for like you know their profit and like how they have like the First Order marching through and they're like even more hardcore like looking <laughs> like Nazis than uh than before. Especially if you watch the movie and he's doing like a Nazi esque speech, like they will know our name, and like you know, General <laughs> Hux is sitting up there doing like an impassioned yelly speech. So Bo-Katan is talking about how she needs to find this one thing that's allegedly on this cruiser, yep, and doesn't say what it is. But if you have watched Rebels and you've 
seen what happened in the last season of this show, you know most likely what it is. The dark saber. Yes. Um, and so they are like battling through the ship and they get to this point where it's like there's no way they're going to get through because they just have like automatic blasters. Yeah, they got a squad automatic blaster there. Like, um, I love, oh no, the, before we get to that, like they get in there, they like, they jet up to the to, to the cruiser, they, they, they affect entry and they like get in there like, okay, we've trapped them. We're oh, yeah. trapped them. And the, um. Oh the, yeah, the, the it was like the cargo control. The cargo control unit. And he's like, okay, wait, where? wait, where? Where the cargo control? Where they all get? They all get out. jettisoned. <laughs> um, I guess they figured out how to use that tech te- technology really quickly. They're not dumb. Yeah, they're not dumb. <laughs> they're just shooty. And so they get to the point where they're they're going up against stormtroopers with automatic blasters, and. You know they're all kind of they're kind of stuck, and Mando's and if, like, "Cover me!" And he pulls out two little little like, like bombs, thermal detonators or something. And and that's when I realized he's the only one With that's Beskar. wearing like actual straight up hardcore Beskar steel yeah. for armor. They they have so the, he can get a lot closer to blaster fire and not die yeah. than and they can. This is where you find out like. A solid like seventy percent of his combat ability is literally like wearing relying on his best really good armor. Yeah, yeah. That's when you realize like, um, even though he is wearing like hundred dollar bills, it's like bulletproof hundred dollar bills. Yeah, (laughs) and that's the thing. Like, if Han Solo relied on like uh, armor like that, he would not be that cool because he's he's like a gunslinger. He just doesn't get shot. But wouldn't this kind of be demonstrative of the fact that? Han Solo likely was at least a little bit force sensitive, like subconsciously. Yeah, or, I've heard or, of that. There are some theories about that. Yes. So that's why he was so good at avoiding dying, except for when it, you know, came to his son. Except for. But Mando seems not actually really to be force sensitive much, if at all, because he does have to rely well, on his Beskar. That's true. But also remember those other Mandalorians that who knows how sensitive they are. And True. they're pretty badass, and they just know to take goddamn cover. Yeah, they're just smart. <laughs> uh, well, um, this is what I thought when they went to like the uh, the cargo control area, and then they they found like a bunch of stormtrooper blasters, right? And was some like, other ones too. It was like some, was like some pretty cool looking blasters as well, like other ones like custom stuff. <clears throat> so I thought like, okay, this is this is like how stuck in my head like the meme of stormtroopers being bad shots. Is as I thought, like they can't use stormtrooper guns. because oh, I bet if like they don't shoot in straight lines, I bet like they go out like at a little like nine degree angle or like a five. It, it's they like, just go at a slight angle where like they have to miss. It's like last bit. generation's video games, like like uh, like the Fallout Three or Fallout Two, when you get like a gun and it's literally like there's like a cone it shoots in. <laughs> like they went to Bethesda for their like blasters, and it's like, well, listen, it's gonna shoot in this area here. So you want to be within like thirty inches of your target. So like, do the, like the guns, like it's like when you put like a like a piece of bubble gum on like a super soaker, it's just gonna shoot in whatever whatever direction. Yeah. yeah. And the, and the I was thing. like, don't use the stormtrooper blast, you fools! Don't. <laughs> I was like thinking that's that's why they suck. It's because of the weapons. <laughs> Imagine being like a really bad shot, and your blaster sucks. Wow, that was just, just set up for failure. The laser, like the bolt, that's not even a laser. It's like the bolt comes out, then like oops, oops around and shoots behind. <laughs> like, wait, what? 
It's like, imagine being like, you know, in like Stormtrooper Academy. And it's like, why do our blasters always, this is like not even like exact. It's like a probability. Yes, there's a probability that you will hit like, your target. Like, yeah, the, the, the standards for marksmanship are just like, are you aiming the same direction as everyone else? <laughs> it's like, if you can't like face the same direction when shooting, you're, 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 you're back to, you're one of those guys, you're not a stormtrooper. You're one of those guys with a snow, so, snow shovel helmets. Sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway, that's what I thought about. I was like, I bet their guns suck too. Oh yeah, totally. And uh, <laughs> so, and, and we find out that while um, Armando is like pretty like fundamentalist apparently and kind of a dick, or, or at least an insufferable like religious zealot, at least he has more honor than these other like Mandalorians. Like she's like changing the deal halfway. It's like this. She's yeah. like, oh yeah, just get us into the gun room and we'll be fine. And then she's like, no, actually, we're taking the ship. Does he always have to be double crossed? By literally, even his own people, technically. Like every episode where like he teams up with someone, it's like I almost kind of like felt like predicted that like oh they're probably going to double cross him. Yeah, at some, some point, way. like he's double crossed gonna... technically twice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, they, and just this episode, right? And what's his face like? He calls up. Uh, yeah, just this episode. And what's his face calls up? What's his name again? Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon calls up and is like, "Oh, yeah, you've been taken over. They've taken the cargo hold. Well, it's time to commit ritualistic suicide. Well, not ritualistic, but time to commit like um, suicide, right? Yeah. So they do. Uh, so he, kamikaze. he, mur- he You know what to do. And then <laughs> he you can see the pilot sitting there, like, "Oh, come on, man! Like, no, no, I don't want to die." And they just shoot them both. It's like, well, time to crash the ship. Yeah. So she they, they save the ship and she's like, Hey, listen, you can join us. It's like, no, I gotta do the baby thing first. Yeah. Gotta raise the kid. So he jumps out and he, he left the baby with the, the frog people and the like, can you yeah. babysit while I go do a murder quest? Yeah, that happened and I was like, No, no, no. But, but you knew No, it, no, no. Yeah, because he's looking at the eggs, but then you know it's gonna be all right because like the baby hatches. Yeah. And then and he hope- was like ho- helping hopefully the, the thing yeah, helping bathe it or something. Yeah. Or I, I don't know if it's a bathing thing or if it's like if like if you wanted to play with your child, you had to put him in a dish of water first. <laughs> I don't know. They're like saying like, so this is our child and he's in a dish of water and you can like play with it's like we also serve soup in this bowl. I, th- I think that that was showing that he understands the difference between an unfertilized egg and a baby of a, f- a frog that is just a frog and living its life that you can eat because it's it can just be food yeah and a creature that is going to be sentient at is some point. is going to be sentient and, yeah. and has sentient a little bit a little bit more of a purpose in the grand scheme i guess so it's like yeah the difference cuz he didn't eat it it's the difference between eating like uh, one of your unfertilized chicken eggs and like like finding a fertilized egg and then like murdering it, I guess. Yeah. Hey, you know there are some countries that balloon eggs. Yeah, balloon eggs. They're they I are can't. Like, you I gotta saw do that, that on the podcast. First time I saw. No, never, <laughs> ever. We we will both fight you. Yeah, I probably. Will. Oh, and it can ends- you imagine like the little 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 foot hanging out your mouth? Oh. And then there's like fur, and then there's like the beak. There's and- no oh. fur. It's just feathers. Yeah, the birds don't have fur, dude. They do duck blue, and you can also do chicken blue, I believe. There's too much going on in that. Like, there's too uh, much detail. I don't like when there's that much detail on my food. I want uh, my food no. to be simple. When there's like that much detail going on, I'm like, no. hey, how enough, you doing over enough, there? Enough, enough. I'm good. I'm so. Uh, <laughs> this food is. That's all. My, that's all I'll say. Is like, this food is too detailed. <laughs> nope, done. Okay, I'm. I'm trying to mute you both. 
But uh, he, you know what I thought would be funny is when he when he picked up the child and he yeah. like left. If it showed like the incubator and there's like no eggs left, <laughs> 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 like it looked like Baby Yoda was like learning, but then yeah. it's like nope, he didn't. Nope, he ate all. He's the like, babies. I could eat them before they hatch, though, right? Right, that's it's before there's. <laughs> and so it turns out, it, I like this. It ends with like Mandalorian, the Mando getting like screwed over by a mechanic. It's like I gave you a thousand credits. What the hell? And he's like. It literally just bolted a bunch of crap to it to make it kind of space worthy. But like the Whoa. the dude literally had two hours. Yeah. Like, what the hell do you expect? He had an afternoon to fix. The, well, because he gave it the money, and but then you see him like scouting the job on his ship, and it's still not fixed. Like, where did he order this metal from? And there was, was there like it was just spider webs or something in yeah, there? There was like a whole like, bunch of netting nets. in there. He, netting because Mon case sitting like oh freaking Mon Calamari. It's like again some more racism. He's gone from like. From and from a droid racism to like just mon calamari racism, <laughs> and all of the other things that he said, kind of in passing. Yeah, and uh, and so then there's like this weird like carnivorous starfish like moving around, and you like that was the kind of badass when he like reached around just grabbed it blind. Yeah. Yeah. And it ended with uh, baby Yoda eating that thing. I was I was kind of expecting the child to like force like eat do it, it himself, um, but I was kind of disappointed. A little well, I was cool with how it turned out myself. That well, that didn't pop me. He still needs protecting. He's still yeah. not like a Jedi yet, you know. Not, not a full Jedi. And and they say like, oh yeah, that's one of the things. Like, okay, go like, what's the redhead says? Go to this planet, ask for a so katano, and my like nerd boner just went. Rah! That was a little too much. <laughs> oh, hey, listen, t- tell that to my computer that almost spilled off my lap because of my nerd boner. Wow. It's disgusting. Okay. Can you can you turn your own sound down, please? That's that a perfectly <laughs> natural thing. Oh, it's that <laughs> Well, you know what? That was a I think that like that last episode is really a good episode. I really, really I great. really like that episode. And and the man like you can see like the 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 Empire still has like some clean ships around. Yeah. Remember the yeah. last season, like they showed like a bunch of like dirty ass uh, like stormtroopers. Yeah, and they still got some Clean ones. Clean Hanging ones. out That's with. Interesting. Uh, that they're what's not his com- name? They're not completely like dead. I guess they're gonna evolve into like the first. Wait, order. what was that guy's? That that guy was the captain Ver- of the ship. Oh no. I forget. What which captain of what ship? The captain of the 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 Gazanti cruiser. I don't know what his name was. Gazanti, but I've seen him before and stuff. He's been in a lot of things. I haven't seen him. <laughs> He's in Bosch. He was in. Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he was in some. Um, he had like a really dark. Deadwood. Tan. He's a very tanned man. Are you gonna look it up? Yeah, um so it was Bosch, right? Yeah. Yeah, he he was the the heavy and or not the heavy, but the the protagonist of Bosch. Or Bosch. Bosch. B O S C H. Um the actor's yes. name is Titus Welliver. Uh, Titus Welliver, Titus Welliver. And uh he was the man in black and lost. Uh, Silas Adams in Deadwood, Jimmy O'Fallon in Sons of Anarchy, and also in Bosch. So I definitely saw him in Sons of Anarchy, and I also saw him in Deadwood as Silas. Oh, wait, I just got a text from somebody who's complaining about their job, so I'm going to show them I'm at my technical job. All right, everyone, everyone. Uh, hey, wait. I got to flip it. Yeah, fl- I got to flip Hey, what's up? Uh, uh, wait, no, it's not going to work like that. There we go. Transmit podcast. We're interrupting the podcast for this picture. <laughs> Do it. Wait. There we go. Got. I look drunk there. Um, I, I've are. only I've only had soy sauce. 
Well, God, he looks. This dude's been married five times too. It's interesting. Dang, you guys are learning a lot about this actor. Yeah, hey, listen, this guy. Like, I, I saw him and I'm like, who is that guy? But I was too busy playing Dead Space, so I wasn't yeah. gonna do anything. We should talk about Dead Space in the next. Oh, that's a great. That's a great game. Listen, next pod. You want to play that game? I got possibly. All... Okay, good. Just buy them and then um, <laughs> buy an Maybe Xbox not. 360. And you just uh, talk about it, and I'll just be like, ask, you just reacting. Oh, 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 really? Really? Well, no, actually, we we could play it. I got I got them. So no, okay. But that that's kind of yeah. where that ends. And let me tell you, this was a good. That this was a really good episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're excited I for. Liked it, and uh, seeing a show Katano. She's probably in what her twenties or thirties now, so she's she's like legal, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. As opposed to pining over an animated character. Okay, listen. There's listen. Shut up. But also, shut up. And that's well, such I, a weird for the transmit podcast. Okay, you know what? Okay, wait, well, hang on. Where's the? Uh... <laughs> I'm Samantha. <laughs> I'm Victor. I'm Spike, and you know what? No, I, I don't care. Listen, I'd bang a Sokotano. He's a weeb. In her 20s. Weeb. This is really loosening me up, man. Yeah, soy sauce is great. Listen, let me get, let me tell you. Um, Kikamins is a really good soy sauce. Yep. Salt, the salt really, like, brings it out. And we'll be back next, next week for another action-packed adventure. With Beyond Pizza. Yeah. Through pop culture and Star Wars. Hopefully.